three, two, one. Um, I would just like to uh, start off by saying welcome to What the Shuck. Um, this has uh, been a really long time in the making, and it's something I've really wanted to do for a long time. Uh, this is actually my second episode. And uh, the goal of my podcast is to bring forward the ideas and people who have helped me really change my life. Uh, going from 400 pounds to 175 pounds and then working my way back up to uh, 195 uh, hasn't been easy, but uh, most challenges that we face in life are not. And these are these people and ideas will help you navigate through life and uh, the tribulations that will be thrown your way. So um, however you want to, um, however, I'd like to also put a really big spotlight on the people who make Kentucky such a unique place. And um, all these awesome people over the course of this podcast that I'll be talking with will be people that are personal trainers, uh, business owners, comedians, uh, musicians, bartenders, distillers, uh, people that are brewers, doctors, politicians, professors, dietitians, and just anybody that helps to make uh, UK, uh, Kentucky such a unique place. Um, so my second guest that I'm actually having on is Amanda. Um, she is a registered dietitian that specializes in uh, weight loss nutrition. She is the creator of the Lean Weight Loss Program, and uh, she can be seen getting after it daily on pretty much at all the local gyms at any place that she can really find a place to be physically active. Um, so rather it's in Lexington or on the road, not only does she provide amazing tips for fitness and recovery, but also tons of awesome hacks and information that will help you make your way through a diet routine that's healthy and easy. Um, she has loads of social media content that she uses um, and gives away for free, uh, and that's a really big reason why I wanted to bring her on. Um, she's going to give you really helpful information that's healthy for a diet and helps you be active. Um, so whether she's killing it as a mom or in the community or in the gym, um, she's been really influential to me, so I really wanted to bring her on. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. That was a great introduction. Yeah. Um, so I just really wanted to bring you on because you were so influential to this, um, the community of Lexington, but also other people as well. And um, you giving away information like you do is like so helpful. And I think that that's what's so awesome is because um, it's we live in a state that is so touched by um, issues of health that are mainly can be fixed through health, being healthy, whether it's being active or having a healthy diet. And it's just really awesome to see that uh, there are so many people that do that, but I think you do an amazing job. And um, I just wanted to kind of really talk to you and know why you wanted to do that, what made you come into this, and uh, just kind of also see like what your goals are for the year uh, that's upcoming and just some stuff that you have that you maybe want to talk about. Yeah, awesome. Well, um, I apologize. I've got the um, Kentucky crud right now, so <laughs> this is not my typical talking voice, but um, you know, I've been working in the field of weight loss as a registered dietitian for almost two decades. I'm going to age myself a little bit. But, um, and I would always have um, clients and patients, because I actually worked in a hospital setting, coming to me trying to lose weight, trying to be healthy, doing the things that their doctors were telling them, such as eat less, exercise more, and not getting results and being frustrated by that. And I just feel like the reason why I give out so much content for free is because there's so much noise out there with regards to nutrition and what we need to be doing. So I want to make nutrition simple. I want to simplify it. I want to make it um, implementable, not just for you, but your whole family. And I want to make it sustainable. And a lot of times people try to overcomplicate nutrition. And 
you know, if we're looking at the Food Guide Pyramid and what we were told, you know, four decades ago, things have rapidly changed. And what we know now is that, um, you know, nutrition is at a different level. So if I can share that with, you know, just anybody, then they can take those bits, implement them and see great results. Yeah, and I completely agree. I've used some of your information and I've seen results for myself. Obviously, if you get on your social media page, you can see all the people with all their stories and uh, the results that they've seen um, through going through your program. But also, there's probably tons of people who don't have pictures on there that have really seen great results that you've really helped. So um, something that's really uh, important to me is that people are doing these diets, but also you see these physical results, but it also, I feel like, helps so much mentally. And um, I know that you are such an energetic and fun and happy person all the time. And that's like one of the first times I met you at Everybody Fights, I was just like, that lady is like so intense and I love it. Like seriously, there's not many people that like are like on that same level of like energy that I feel like you and I are. And it's just like, I was like, all right, I dig that. And so I just really was like, all right, I got to find out who this is. And then I followed you on Instagram and I was like, all right, so she's doing super cool stuff. And she's on this super like intense level, like this is awesome. So you're super one of the people that I first came to thought when I wanted to do an interview uh, for a podcast because you are you know your stuff and uh, you're obviously qualified and that's just so important because like you said, there's so much just white noise out there. Yeah, and big time. Yeah, I mean actually, you know, when we talk about energy, my program is called Lean. And that stands for living energized and nourished um, because it's more than a weight loss program. It's really about creating a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. And really when we take our focus off the scale, because it is, we don't focus on the scale during my program, um, we focus more on how we feel. And that's the thing, when you're eating healthy foods that fuel your body, you feel better. And when you feel better, you want to work out. And when you work out, you feel better. It's like, it's a good cycle. It's not the vicious cycle. So I think looking towards um, health changes that improve your sleep, your mood, your energy, you know, how, how you look and feel is so much better than, you know, focusing simply on the scale. And, and I can definitely tell you that myself, um, as I lost that weight, I really didn't even really ever look at the scale. Um, that often I looked kind of like at first and then once I like started hitting big goals I was like all right I don't even care about that like it's not even about that and it was just like I'm seeing so many results in me like my mental state and just like how I'm living and um, it just was such an easy thing to do once I started seeing those results and I didn't care about the numbers it was just like my health is getting better and yeah you feed off that momentum And what impresses me about you is that um, I always say losing the weight is the easy part. Keeping it off is the hard part. Because a lot of people do a lot of stupid things to lose weight. And my other slogan is whatever you do to lose the weight, you better be prepared to do to keep it off. Mm -hmm. So sustainability is really key. And when you're looking for those quick fixes, it's going to be a quick fix and then you're going to be right back to where you started. So I love how you've adapted, you know, this kind of healthy lifestyle mindset, you know, kind of like the full picture with regards to, you know, staying where you in in a healthy place. Yeah. And that was definitely not a place where I was. And when I was big, I definitely, my life was not as good. It seriously, like 
I had all these goals that I really wanted to do in life and I had all these like aspirations, but I just was not mentally able to do it because my body was not in the right state. And it just really shows to me that being physically fit does go like with mind and body, like the whole balance of those things are so important to just help you be successful. Rather it's being a mom or being a brother or sister or like whatever you're doing in life, it just helps you to have more energy and to be more thoughtful and to be more like open. And it's just really crazy because you just are running, I'm running on a different circuit. Like people that work out and eat better just, um, you know, it's, I've obviously bulked up a little bit, but like it's been like healthy. Yeah, it's been absolutely. Like, uh, I got really, really slim because I was running so much and mm-hmm. I haven't been running as much. I've been working out like I've been lifting and running. Uh, but I've been like cutting my miles down, so I've been like getting stronger. But it's been super fun because it's just been like I've been able to maintain something that I never really had done, and it's just been like seeing the field of work that I have helps me build confidence to do something like a podcast. Yeah. Or uh, now I'm doing stand up comedy, and it's just like just doing being able to have the like courage to do that was something that I was able to achieve by defeating myself like with my obesity for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think, you know, especially women and especially like mothers, you know, we tend to take care of everybody else. And that's kind of how we got in that position. And we forget to take care of ourselves. We cannot, you know, provide for everyone at the highest level when we're not providing for ourselves. So sometimes it's it's good to be selfish and put your health and wellness first. Oh, that's actually something that Mike and I talked about in the first episode is sometimes you need to be selfish. Yeah. It's just a requirement of your health. Um, and I know my mom is a huge, like, she did, she is, like, the caretaker, 100% of the family, and she would drop anything to help my family. And growing up, like, we would do community events, and, like, everyone would come over to eat. We did, like, a thing every Thursday called, like, uh, Thursday Night Tradition for football. We did it every Thursday night, and all the team would come over and eat, and their family and friends, whoever wanted to come. And that's just so important because my mom, that's like a huge reason why I really wanted to bring you on too, is because um, people in Appalachia, the area where I'm from, that is a huge thing that they deal with is obesity and just dealing with health. And my mom just had her second hip replacement, and she is like, uh, it's just kind of uh, interesting because uh i want her to be like able to be get back to being physically able and being fit and it's just uh i want your your page is so influential and i like i've showed her that so it's been helpful for my mom so that was super important to me yeah it's it's you know um it it is harder the older you get you know in terms of losing the weight and that's why you know i think a lot of times younger people take for granted that they can get away with kind of crappy eating Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't, you know, impact them, but in the long run it will. And so it's always about encouraging those healthy habits as early as you possibly can. And, um, I know that definitely there are days that I don't eat well. I can. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Nobody's perfect. Yeah. And, but I do try to eat a lot healthier on more days than I used to. And I think that that just consistency of doing that is like really the day like same with being able to just get into the gym being motivated i know there are days that i'm like i don't want to go to the gym today like dang and then i get you there and tackled I'm like, yeah. the dieters mindset and the dieters mindset is all <coughs> or nothing 
you're either 100% on or you're 100% off. And it's the worst mindset to ever have. So having the ability to live in that kind of 80-20, you know, where the majority of the time you are making conscious, healthy choices, you're getting your workouts in, you're drinking your water, and then allowing yourself that flexibility with grace 20% of the time, that's what success looks like. You know, those that are all or nothing struggle the most. Yeah, and I think that that's really been what has been really helpful is, and I've even applied that to my workout regimen is, uh, there was a trainer who does work in the UFC who was like, if you do like 70 to 80% of your input for a day, and you do that like every day versus like killing yourself 100%, he's like, you're gonna get long-term results more than like if you kill yourself and then get burned out. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why people struggle with like New Year's resolutions is because they, you know, it's like January 1st, they wanna make a hundred changes, they wanna be perfect, and by week three, it's not, they're not perfect, (laughs) something happens, and so then they give up, you know, and they're right back to where they started three weeks into the year. And that is a huge thing that I know that people are gonna be tackling coming up, and a, a thing that I did that really helped me was I never, like, I wasn't like, I need to lose this amount of weight. It was like, um, what's my goal? Like, what are the things that I want to do that will be easier to achieve if I lose weight? So then every time that I started to be like, oh, I'm going to quit. Like, the first time I went and ran at uh, ABF, I ran like a 12-minute mile, and I was like, I suck, man. Like, I'm never going to I don't know. That's pretty good. And I, well, I was like, I'm horrible. And I was like, I can't remember how big I was, but I was pretty big. It was like maybe 300 pounds at this point. And it was, uh, I was just like so discouraged. And I was like, because my goal was like 10, because I was like, when I played football, I was like, that's what you That's what a lineman's supposed to run is 10. So right. I was like, I should run a 10-minute mile. And I was like so discouraged that I didn't do that. And then, like, slowly but surely, like, I just kept making goals to cut off time. Yeah. And um, and I was like, what's the reason I want to do this? And it was like, I made it where I wanted to wear it, raise money for philanthropies and stuff like that. Cool. Instead of just being like, I want to get faster, I was like, how much more money can I raise? Because I'll be able to get more publicity, like, with my story and stuff. And that's really been a huge goal of mine through the podcast, too, is I really want to just put a spotlight on people who need help. And um, I know that, like we, like I've already kind of said, you really help people in a state that that is such a huge issue. We we have such a like problem with that, and I know that there are so many issues that I myself was already was on two forms of blood pressure medication. I was twenty five years old, like yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and now I take like Tylenol from time to time. Right. It's just like I don't get sick. I feel so much better. Like I'm just. And that's why I appreciate just what you do so much, and it's just so awesome. Um, so do you have, like, any big goals for, like, the year coming up, or, like, what's your uh, plan? Yeah, I mean, definitely continuing to, you know, spread healthy education, you know, throughout the world. But um, one of the biggest things that I am working to encourage my clients and my followers in the new year is to stop, like, kind of what you said, stop making weight loss your resolution. If you've made the resolution for the last 10 years to lose weight every January, it's time to make a change. And so this year, this decade, it's a very unique time that we're in right now because we're going into a whole new decade. Um, Focus on things like eating healthy, 
I promise, if you make your resolution to eat healthy 80% of the time, you're gonna lose weight. Like, that's gonna come. But if your goal is weight loss, then the moment the scale stops moving, you give up. And you know, the scale doesn't move every single day, every single week. So when you focus on things like, I wanna work out once or twice a week, I wanna eat healthy, I wanna drink more water, those are things that you can do in the long run that will support you know long-term success so um 2020 i hope to have the opportunity to work with as many clients as possible um you know giving them again like that simple lowdown in terms of how to make nutrition easy and implementable you know and sustainable within your lifestyle i used to work with a lot of um, clients in um, eastern kentucky as well And one of the biggest things that I would see um, in that kind of community is people don't cook, you know, people live on convenience foods. So simple things like, sometimes I would tell my clients, I was like, listen, go home and boil some pasta and open up a jar. There's so much more value in the fact that you go home and cook that and sit down at the table as a family and eat versus running through McDonald's and eating in the car, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like simple shifts like that. Like, don't worry about what you're cooking, just go home and cook, you know? Then after you're cooking more often, you know, throughout the week for four weeks, then let's throw a healthy recipe in there once a week. So it's just little steps like that because you can't live on convenience fast food and be successful. You can't live on sugary beverages and be successful. So if you just swap, you know, Mountain Dew for water, that's gonna be a huge shift. If you swap, you know, sweet tea for water, that's gonna make a huge difference. So little changes like that can have huge results in the long run. That should be your goal in 2020. That's uh, a huge thing that you just said sweet tea. I get on my dad all the time about drinking sweet tea and I'm like, dude, if you would just drink water, you would lose like. Do you know that one large sweet tea from McDonald's has 75 grams of sugar? (laughs) <laughs> of sugar so the average person should consume about 150 grams of carbohydrates so one large sweet tea has 75 grams of carbohydrates so there's half your daily intake and it's 10 a.m. you're just sitting there drinking sweet tea yeah and, uh, and it's just like that little shift makes a huge difference yeah and I, I'm just like you know you can have that every once in a while but just yeah, I'm a big, I, you know, I, I'm the the caloric intake through beverages. I'm just, I'm personally, I'm like, why? I much rather eat two donuts for seventy five mm-hmm. grams of sugar mm-hmm. versus drink, you know, a sweet tea. But it's it's very common, and I'll say, I will have clients um, that will come in and very like proudly be like, I stopped drinking Mountain Dew and I switched to tea, and I'm like, unsweet tea, right? And they're like oh no, sweet tea. Like they think it's a better choice. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, well, potentially the sweet tea is worse than the diet. You know, <laughs> worse than sugar. the Mountain Dew. <laughs> so, um, you know, reading, sometimes nutritional awareness, it's something that I teach a lot with my clients, just simply reading food labels. It's like, once you realize that one sweet tea is 75 grams of carbs and sugar, you're like, oh, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that bad because it's only 150 calories. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look that bad you know, when we look at that caloric factor, but the others make a big deal. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that. And I, I myself, that's a huge <laughs> thing that I deal with um, working at a cocktail bar like I work at yeah. because um, we get this thing at the end of the night called a shift drink. 
and uh, just so we can build our repertoire of uh, drinks that we've had yeah. and like recommend them and stuff like that. And so I'm getting to all, try all these nice drinks every night that I work, and it's just really um, I got to be like cautious about the drinks I'm drinking because if I do that every night, you know, that adds up at the end of the year. And um, I know even especially when I was big, that was a huge thing that I dealt with was I would drink pulp and I would drink tea and I would drink, but now I'm drinking water and pretty much just water. That's like the only drink I drink. It's uh, pretty much that's it. Maybe from time to time I get a soda, but right. very, very rarely, like maybe on like a nice meal. Excuse me. But yeah, no, you got you got to be conscious about those things. Uh, Make but, wise decisions. But um, so as far as your goals, those are really important. I definitely agree. Um, so, like, what is what would you say that uh, like as far as like any of do you have any like events coming up or like anything that people need to know about? <coughs> well, hopefully, I'll get over this Kentucky crab. But yeah, actually. You know, I have a lot of events going on throughout um, Kentucky um, in January. Um, we're doing a big event in Lexington um, at the new Volvo dealership. So I'm doing like a free nutrition class. Again, I like to get out in the community and just share my knowledge. And then I'm going to be in um, Monticello. I'm going to be in Somerset. Um, so I frequently travel throughout Kentucky to put on these kind of free nutritional workshops just to, you know, again, lay down the facts, show people why the nutritional guidelines that we had that were given to us in the 70s and 80s created this epidemic of obesity mm -hmm. and why things have radically changed and why we have to look at food and nutrition in a totally different way and why looking at it in this new way will actually create the results you're looking for. Okay, that's really awesome. Um, I know that just like I said, just so really my goal is uh, with the podcast is just to spread this sort of knowledge. So, and it's my main focus is the people of Kentucky. Yeah. Um, I've always been going to school. I want, like wanted to go into politics. So that's what I went to school for. Yeah. And I kind of now I'm like, ah, maybe I shouldn't go into politics, <laughs> but I could be influential in some sort of way. And I feel like maybe just putting focus on people like you and like Mike, and uh, just anybody that's really helping bring this knowledge to people in whatever way. Uh, it's just so important to me because this accessibility and um, with the way the internet works, anybody can get this and listen to this and maybe be like, all right, that was really interesting. Now I need to get on your Instagram. All right, she's giving all this stuff away for free. I'm going to go check out this class. All right, now I'm going to actually be like, hey, Amanda, I need you to... Yeah, I need on this program. Exactly. So like exactly. by you giving this content out for free and you putting these classes out for free, it's going to, in the long run, it's going to help you so much. Obviously it has because you have. Yeah, because there's so many questions. You know, I can give you the roadmap, but as you walk down the road, you're going to have questions and you're going to need support. And that's really what my kind of um, seven week um, online program does is it gives you daily support and accountability, which is very unique. Um, you don't really have the chance, you know, if you hire a dietitian, you might see her every two to four weeks max. But um, with Lean, 
you know, I get to connect with my clients on a daily basis. And that creates, again, you know, long-term success. Mm -hmm. And just having that accountability is so important. And then having someone that knows what they're talking about is even more important. Absolutely. Um, Just being like, all right, I know that she knows what she's talking about. Look at these results that people have had. And obviously look at you. Like you have, like, you're definitely kicking butt. Um, (laughs) Well, people always ask, have you ever had a weight problem? You know, especially in when I worked in the clinical setting and and I would tell them, I was like, you know, well, I've had two children, but I, I practice what I preach. You know, what I tell my clients to do is exactly how I live my life. Um, so, you know, there's no, there's no magic pill in terms of, you know, I'm skirting the system type of thing. So everyone's got to put the work in, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm no perfect guy by any means, but like the thing that I really want to do with this podcast is like put a spotlight on positivity and I just think you're such a positive person. So, um, well, uh, is there any like anything that you'd like to close with, like a really like important thing that you would like to say just to um, put out there for people or maybe... um, a statement yeah no progress not perfection you know just kind of like what you said I think if you you know look for making um, progress in the right direction baby steps will get you there in the long run and you're a perfect example of that you know some people feel um, overwhelmed at the beginning and feel like the um, journey is unsurmountable but if you just take it like one chip at a time you'll you'll get there And uh, yeah, definitely. I know that when I looked at the journey ahead, I looked at it one step at a time and not the whole staircase. I wasn't like, I wasn't trying to overwhelm myself because I was like, I'm not going to get results if I'm like, I was like, oh, I lost one pound. Yes. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, oh man, I haven't got to 225 pounds. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And um, once I started making those leaps and bounds, like it just was like, all right, like let's keep going. Like this is is just the way of life now. say you know you know driving through the fast food sitting on the couch you know all the actions that lead to weight gain are effortless it doesn't it doesn't take any effort to do those things but eating healthy prepping food getting to the gym you know saying no making sacrifices takes a lot of effort and recognize that it takes a lot of effort to see small results you know so you got to be in it for the long haul but once you see those efforts and you put them in, you really realize that the reason it's an effort is because it's making you better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's really like what I've really learned. And I know that you obviously know that. Um, well, is, as far as like uh, getting on like a hold of you and following you on Instagram and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I'm most active on Instagram. Um, you can find me there. Amanda Nybert, N-I-G-H-B-E-R-T-R-D. Um, and yeah, I also have a website, amandanibert.com. Check it out. Heck yeah. Well, I appreciate it so much. And um, for everybody that might be listening to this, uh, thank you all so much. And I hope that you all have an awesome weekend. And um, thank you for tuning in to What's Shook.